I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get, get started. started. Hi. Hello. What's up? What up? <laughs> now you have to edit that out. Remember, what, remember commercials? Yes. Remember the what's up and everybody would do it because com- like everybody saw commercials. Yeah. Now if you were like, have you seen the commercial? I'd be like, what, what are is you, that? What are you talking about? I've been watching Sister Wives on Philo. Okay. Thank you, Natalie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they have commercials and mm. it's so weird. It's like, I feel like I'm, it's like a throwback. It is weird. Um, speaking of commercials, there is a documentary called Pepsi Where's My Jet? Have you seen this? Um, it is basically, do you remember in the 90s when Pepsi had the like Pepsi Bucks thing and you got point or Pepsi points, I can't remember what it was called, and you could redeem them for like sunglasses or a jacket. Mm, well, maybe. so they had the, if you saw the documentary, you would remember the commercial. There's a commercial with a super cute guy and he's like, he puts on, he's getting ready for school and he puts on sunglasses and it's like, has like this, like the lettering that makes the noise. And it's like <laughs> 50 Pepsi bucks. And then he puts on a denim jacket and it's like a thousand Pepsi bucks. And then he shows up to school and papers are flying and he lands in like a fighter jet and it's like 7 million Pepsi bucks. And it's <laughs> supposed to be a joke. Yeah. Well, a kid in the nineties was like, if like, there's no like asterisk. There's no like fine text that says that's a joke. Mm-hmm. So he's like, if I get seven million Pepsi bucks, I can get a fighter jet. Oh, geez. And he's like eight, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So he somehow knows this guy that's like a multimillionaire. And he's like, hey, what do you think about this? And the guy you can tell is one of those like eccentric millionaires mm-hmm. that just like, let's go climb Everest like yeah. tomorrow. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like, there's no reason we can't do this. So they literally, like, get 7 million Pepsi bucks and send it in and request a fighter jet. Like, a military <laughs> fighter jet. And Pepsi's like, ha-ha, that was a joke. And they're like, no, we're serious. No, we advertise for this. Yes, so. because there was no asterisk. There was mm-hmm. no fine print. So they went to court and I, that's as far as I've gone. <laughs> so very anticlimactic story from Brooke. Watch it if you want to know. Nobody knows what happens. But they take it all the way. They like take the it court all the way. offered, what I got to is the court offered them like a million dollars. Wow. To I'll settle. Take it. Maybe not a million. I can't remember. It was late. But they, the guy was like, no, I, the fighter jet's worth like $50 million. Well, then you shouldn't advertise that. Right? I mean, that's on you. So it's, and it's got the whole, like, all the people that were in charge of the marketing. Mm-hmm. It's got, you remember Cindy Crawford yeah. was like, it's got Cindy Crawford. I mean, it's a good, wow. you'll have to watch it. I need to follow up with it. Speaking of anticlimactic stories, okay. let's talk about The Watcher. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I, let's do. I've been watching The Walker. Wa- Walker. <laughs> the Watcher. I've been very invested. Okay. Seven episodes. Oh, you um, got farther than I did. Um, Jake and I watched them all. Um, the first five, super intense. Okay. Yeah. Um, trying to figure out who who's is the, the Watcher. Of the, yeah. Who's sending the letters. Mm-hmm. And then basically the last two episodes do a quick recap. What? And nothing, no, nothing is ever decided. Are you serious? I'm like, that to me feels like, 
Like you don't don't go and make a show about it. Yeah. Until you have answers. Don't not come up with the ending before yeah. you start the beginning. It's like, oh yeah. So we haven't finished this. Uh, so bye. It sounds like Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. It's very, um, very like I was. Is it over? Yeah, it's over. Oh, that's, that's stupid. It. Okay, I'm not watching. Yeah, don't do it. The Take only reason I watched it is because Jennifer Coolidge is in it, and I love her. Who is that? Oh, the, the hey, the realtor. Uh huh. <laughs> I love her from from. She's uh, a hot mess. What's the pretty the pink Legally Blonde? Oh, Do, isn't she in Best of Best Show? Best in Show. Best, Best in Show. That is I'm my great. favorite. Hot dog real bad. <laughs> she's such a she's mess. She's so funny. Um, yeah, so she's in it. Um, you know what we've been finding is that we really like the way the dad in the story mm-hmm. dresses. Okay. So, like, I've been getting some, like, we're getting stuff for Jake for Christmas, and yeah. I'm like, I really like some of this stuff. The okay, way he dresses. I'll have I found, to notice. I found, and he better not be listening, which he doesn't, because, mm, No one know, in my family listens anymore. <laughs> completely non-supportive, but <laughs> this really nice, um, like, kind of camel-covered. I'm trying to think of the actress. I watched the first, like, two episodes, um, and then I stopped. Is he in anything else? He's, I, he, I feel like he's in the, he's in the, um... Oh my gosh! Uh, the sh- a show that he's really popular from is okay. a show that I don't watch, so I can't think oh, of what, okay. what it's called. But he ha- there's like a really nice like camel colored like kind of dress coat, like okay. a like a oh, trench coat. Bobby Cannavale. He's from um, what's he's the from show? Nine Perfect Strangers. He's from um, Ray. Some, Ray, thank you. Um, Raymond. Um, Everybody loves Raymond. Raymond. Loves Raymond. But yes. totally different character. Right, but. He really dresses nice. He's very, he's kind of like an oddly sexy man. In a weird way, because Jake doesn't like him, yet we like the way he dresses sometimes. Okay. And I found a really nice, like, dress coat Okay. At, at Macy's that I might get him for Christmas. Interesting. So now I'm just babbling. We were supposed to Queer Eye for the Straight Guy last night. Mm-hmm. We have some friends that were going to take Aaron and I shopping oh, yeah. and buy him. Like, they were like, just let us take you to Banana Republic, give us a budget, and we'll set you up. And mm-hmm. then they can't, I mean... They didn't cancel fully, but they could only get together at like 6.30, so we went out to dinner and Christmas lights. Bah. Um, yeah, I still haven't gotten beyond my SWAT TV. I'm still Real Housewife, Kardashian. Oh. I just, I can't watch anything that requires mental energy still. I've been, I just started watching um, Sister Wives again. Yeah, me too. I've been watching that, and you know, this is my consensus. So, Christina's left. Yes. I, the last episode I watched is the one where basically she sold her house, and they it was like the final goodbye, goodbye. and it was awkward and weird. So and, awkward. And Cody's like, I'm leaving in five minutes, because he's such an <laughs> it's, idiot. I can't be inconvenienced in yeah. any way possible to live with... Yeah, to, Janelle, to whatever. Or, yeah. So it's interesting to me because he, it's like he has suddenly just embraced the fact that he's living basically a monogamous relationship mm-hmm. with Robin. And I'm listening to the way he interacts with his other wives, and, and he's basically saying, like with Christine, he's mad at her for not staying and being invested in the family. But, but this is my thought. When you are the man and you have four wives and all of your needs are being met in some capacity, right? I mm-hmm. mean, obviously he's has an intimate relationship with Robin. Mm-hmm. He doesn't with Janelle, but he has like a, like a, like a, uh, what's the word I'm using? More like, like emotional, an, and and even like an in, intellectually stimulating okay. relationship with Janelle. And so he has every facet of his needs are mm-hmm. being met. 
And then he's mad at Christine for leaving because they're relationship isn't working and it's right. like but she has nothing else nothing so yeah you you think that it's it's irresponsible and and not a valid reason to leave when every need of yours is being met by mm-hmm. one of the four women that you're with and your children in that relationship's need are being met because huh. he's like well I need to see truly half the time and she's like you haven't we live here and you don't see our daughter yeah where if it was a monogamous relationship and you get divorced you do. You make room at your house for your children. They don't even have room at their house for their kid for her for Truly, who's yeah. like the twelve year old or however old she is. Yeah. It's like, no, you don't and you're, it, you don't do anything. And how about when you have no relationship with your kids when they're there? Yes. Let's not swoop in and pretend like you give a rip. Exactly. He is like he is spiraling mm-hmm. and like unwinding oh, it's so and it's just a disaster. And it I can't is. wait for Janelle to go and for these people to like. And Mary's just pissed because it's not her. And Mary's angry because she doesn't have enough cojones to do something I for know. herself. Ugh. Like, I'm sorry, but if, if my sad. needs aren't being met, I'm don't tell me when everything that you have, everything that you need out of life is being met by one of, you know, four women. Don't, don't come at me for yes. being unsatisfied. And don't follow all these COVID rules. I can't. The COVID she, thing is He didn't bullshit. even let his Robin's kids hug truly. Yeah. Yet he's going to a wedding and dancing the yeah. hoedown. And these are your sisters and siblings. These, these and are their siblings. I COVID rules don't apply to siblings. Yeah. And I. Ugh. I know. I, it's The <laughs> whole thing is so. I hate everybody. I hate everything. I hate the patriarchy. Oh, I know. <laughs> I just hate. The best thing was she's like, I didn't sign up for a patriarchy. I'm like, I kind of mm. You might be dead. It's never been run as a patriarchy, though. <laughs> no. And no. I don't know. He's just. He's doubling down on the patriarchy. And it's like, no, this is not what yeah. we signed up for. I just hate everything. Okay, do you have anything else for tickling your fancy? We've we've tickled our fancy a little bit. We've been tickling our fancy all morning. Since we got <laughs> We had our fried potatoes this morning, you guys. Yes, we've had had a lovely morning. One thing that is not tickling my fancy, I'll have you all know. What's poking your boob? This freaking elf. Oh, our elf returned too. So here's the I was going to bring it up. Go ahead. Here's the deal. Lamey's 11. Yeah. I mean, if we're being completely rational (laughs) and logical, she knows that elf isn't real. But yet she's not ready to let the magic go. And I... Sometimes my fault as a parent is my oldest child is 28. So I cannot like check out of the magic, right? So Lainey is 11. I know she knows. She knows I know she knows. She knows she knows. <laughs> she knows you know she knows. Right. But at the same time, don't I owe it to her to give her her childhood? Yes. Like I owe it to her. Yes. And I've always been really big on if you don't believe, you don't receive. Mm-hmm. So like even when my kids know it's Santa, like know that's the whole Santa stuff, it's like if you don't believe... Yeah. Then you don't get shit. Yeah. Right? So, like, I have I have created this. So now the elf is back. Yep. And I, you know what? I, I've done all my Christmas shopping, almost all of it, which is unheard you. of. It is December, like, 3rd, I guys. want to be able to enjoy the entire month of December without yeah. having to worry about the stress of the holidays. And now I've got this damn elf. I know. Hey, oh. let me tell you what my problem with the elf is. The old, yeah, Piper's 10. The older she gets and the older I get, somehow, tell me how this makes sense, her bedtime is getting later 
Yeah, my bedtime is getting earlier. <laughs> so it's like when she was little, she went to bed at eight, and I went to bed at eleven. So it's like you so got I had plenty three of time. solid hours to figure this out. Now she goes to bed at like nine thirty or ten, and so do I. Yeah. So it's like by the time she's down, I'm like, damn, I am ready for bed. Right. I don't have time to set up a whole situation. No. So it's like I that's the problem. It's like she's still awake and I'm like, I need to set something up, but she's awake and I want to go to bed. Right. We're tired. And you know what? We are tired. Our elves are tired. They are. They're getting old. My you elf know what? is tired. Elf years are probably like dog years. Yes. So we've had our elf for like eight years. Mm-hmm. She's probably she's 64. Like 50. No, she's like yeah. retirement. <gasps> we need to say that. Yeah. We need to be like we did. We haven't told you, but she's basically like, okay. She's bed bound. <laughs> she's in the dementia unit. Yes, she's, she's got not Alzheimer's be because she's ill. She doesn't know what's even happening. Somehow we ended up with an auction basket with two more elves. Oh geez. So we have three of these things, and I told you we ended up with the wrong one. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know clear back when the elf on the shelf first started. Like clear back. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were these weird, long, flimsy things. Mm-hmm. I just saw an elf in the store, and I bought one. Well, I bought the plush one mm. that's, like, the one that, like, oh, here's the one you can touch. I didn't know that there was a different kind. So we started out with the wrong kind of elf. Well, then, like, two years ago, we bid on a basket and ended up with two more of these Why damn things. Why did you bid on a basket with an elf in it? I don't know. I don't know. There's your first mistake. And it's, like, you wouldn't think another elf is any harder like you're already doing it so this year I bought kits I like I like on a cheap like AliExpress kit uh-huh. or website they had these like elf kits where they come with little props and little cards that tell you what to do, oh, do so like I'll that. give you some I'll give Thank them to you. you it makes it easier but you still have to do it I just it's like, like I still there's still a my problem is that she's still awake <laughs> So we did, the other night, our elf, we did a little magic trick. Have you seen that one? Oh. Where we put eggs in a bowl and a bottle of sprinkles. Aww. And then the it's, it says, like, want to do a magic trick? And then she sprinkles the eggs with the glitter. The sprinkles. Sprinkles. And then the next day she wakes up and they <gasps> are um, kinder eggs. Oh. So she woke up today to Kinder Eggs. So that's a two-day. Yes. Like, I am See, trying to if maximize I can find my. Piper's got celiac, so I can't do Kinder Eggs. Yeah. But there's got to be something else I could do. Like something just with an, chocolate, yeah. chocolate something. So, and I'm really, at this point, I'm resorting to my teenagers doing it. Like, Xander the other day wanted to do something with it. And I'm like, yeah. And here's the thing. I was like, Aaron, could you, could you please, like, just once in a while. Last night, we were both so tired. And I was like, can you? D-? He doesn't. Like, it is 1,000% me. Yeah. I, I, I need to delegate. I have joined a group on Facebook. Oh, oh gosh. That's the elf group. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, like, they're, these women, these people yeah. are ridiculous. I did make a zip line the other day. Well, this lady had posted, this is what you happen, what happens when you let your 12-year-old do it. And her son, she'd let her son do it, and he had taken a bra of hers <laughs> and set the elf in a cup and then hung it from the fan. <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm. That's where I'm at. One of the maddest my little sister Lindsay ever got with me was when I put my kitty in one of her bras. <laughs> I, uh, we were at the cabin and I hung it up and took a picture. I don't know what I was doing. She was so mad at me. Sorry, Lindsay. Very Sorry, insensitive. Lindsay. So, yeah, I know. The elf on the shelf, it's my 12-year-old knows. And he, the other day he was like, he commented. And I was like, oh, frick, yeah, I got to do something about that elf. 
So it's just Piper that's pretending. And, and the thing is, is they're pretending to be they pretending. They are. They are. Like they're pretending to believe. But I haven't had to wake her up in three days. Which is also Because wonderful. she's getting up and is excited about it. Yeah. And it's like it's worth it and it's fun and this might be the last year. But I lay so in bed I gotta at night. Get, and... I got to get Deacon and Brighton invested. Like yeah. I'm in, I'll pass these cards on to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. All right. So what else? Now um, that now that the hour is gone. Now that we're over. Oh, we're Thank only you. 16 minutes into it. Okay. Well, how about I take over and give you a weird and wacky world? Please. Do. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Okay. You do your weird and wacky, and then I'm going to do a weird and wacky, like a mini. A mini-sode? A mini weird and wacky. Okay. Okay. Go so ahead. we haven't done this. It's been a few weeks. We're I know. sorry. You guys, um, life sucks. It does. It really does. It doesn't. But But I am just in awe. I am shocked and in awe at how freaking weird everything is. Okay. So let me just read this to you. Okay. Okay. A woman who claims she married a rag doll (laughs) (laughs) has now opened up about the state of their marriage one year on. With a doll allegedly cheating on her at a motel. (laughs) Okay. Now, before we even dive into this, I am not so naive as to pretend that this woman is not actually off her damn rocker. (laughs) But what is shocking to me and what makes this a weird and wacky world is that there is an article written on this. Right. Right. Okay. Like who's... Whose head is this news reporter bouncing Who around? Went in? to journalism school, and it's like this is this is the sweet story. <laughs> like this is the top. That news poor of the journalist day. is like, I went to journalism school. To He's report like, kill on this. me right now. <laughs> Seriously, please okay. tell me it's it's got to be in England. Um, the best weird and wacky stories I mean, all come out of all? the UK. Okay, okay, okay. A woman who claims to have married a rag doll says their relationship is now. <laughs> Hanging by a thread. Is that is that no a pun? pun <laughs> One year on. And has accused her husband, oh. her, her handmade husband, of cheating on her. Um, her name is Maravone. She's 37 years old. She was all set to celebrate her one-year anniversary with her rag doll, Marcello. <laughs> but was... But was it was she was left brokenhearted after a friend saw him sneaking into a motel with another woman. Okay, tell me, so I'm gonna stop right here. How does a rag doll sneak into a motel? Okay, we all know they don't walk, it's not real, or breathe, or conspire. Okay, but yet here we are. Okay. Maravone has pre- previously made headlines after opening up about her whirlwind romance with Marcelo who her mother made for her after listening to her complaints about life as a single person who had nobody to dance with. <laughs> On December 18, 2021, the smitten couple tied the knot in a wedding ceremony attended by 250 guests. Stop! And it wasn't long before they welcomed their doll baby Marcelino no! into the world in a home birth aided by... <laughs> Aided by a midwife, a nurse, and doctor. Stop it! Stop now! No, I'm not. And sadly, it wasn't long before cracks appeared in this fairy tale. Oh my hell! Kate, let's just stop and just reflect on that. Please do. How many people are supporting 
somebody's mental health issues. Right. Okay, 250 people showed up at a wedding for a damn rag doll? And a doctor showed up for a home birth? How do you how do you bill your insurance for that? <laughs> you don't. Okay, I'm pregnant with a fake. Okay, I'm pregnant with a doll. Right. Yet I need a doctor and a nurse to come and support me in this home birth. Yes. This okay. reminds me of a movie that I'm trying to Google of a woman that it's this the craziest movie. Hang on, keep going, and okay. I'm going to figure it out. I I have pictures too. Okay. Um, okay. Sadly, it wasn't okay. Maravone from Brazil claims that she and Marcelo are now sleeping in separate rooms after Aww. she discovered he'd been cheating on her with another woman. Oh, she's punishing him. She's she's mad. She is withholding she is sex. Raging. Okay. She's now opened up about their stringy romance in a candid TikTok video, which has clocked up to 1.6 million views and more than 120,000 <gasps> likes. Devastated, Maravone said, "I found out through a friend who told me that she saw." <laughs> This makes no sense. Marcelo entering a motel with another woman while I was hospitalized for three days um, with Marcelino, our son, who had a (gasps) virus. Okay, now now the hospital is participating in this scheme. The hospital, she is now staying in the hospital for a rag doll who has a virus. Is this this... Like an argument against socialized medicine, maybe? I don't know. Because if I showed up with a ragdoll baby... I'm going to be turned down. Thousand percent. Okay. I'm going to be admitted so into the she, psych ward. She is, she is tied up in the hospital so with Mar- a sick ragdoll while Marcelo is out whoring Doing around... who knows what. With who knows what while he with is who knows in a who. hotel. Okay. Did, um, I want to know, did the mom who made this so parts onto him... Can he, can he perform? Can? Is, is he is any he fun? adequate? <laughs> at first, she says, at, um, at first I thought this friend was lying. But then I started looking through his phone and I saw the conversations, which made, made me sure he was cheating. He kept denying everything and said he loves me very much as well as asking forgiveness and crying a lot. Aww. So, okay, back it up. Now he has a cell phone. Now so he, now, now Verizon's in on it? <laughs> now there's a phone plan? Now there's a phone plan Now there's $80 man? a month? Now he cries? <laughs> okay. Um, she says, she goes on to say, the argument was ugly and scared our son, who also was crying. Mm. So I shouted to him, do you see what you've done? <laughs> I asked him who the woman was. And he didn't respond. He didn't talk. He didn't didn't respond. He said nothing? He said, this ragdoll said nothing? Wow. The nerve. And meanwhile, Marcelino is scared and crying? With the virus? While he's ill. Although she initially considered checking, chucking deceitful Marcelo out of the house completely, she agreed to let him stay for the sake of her children, (laughs) Carol and Diego, and their baby, Marcelo. Marcelino. Marcelino. Okay. Okay. Um, Maravone said, I wanted to put him out of the house, but our baby is growing up, and at this stage, he would miss his father a lot. Also, Mm -hmm. the love I feel for him made me forgive. Not completely, but I don't think I could live without my husband. I need to talk with him so he can decide once and for all that he doesn't cheat anymore, and if he does it one more time, I will not forgive him, she says. Here are some pictures. I was going (laughs) to... What? I was going to ask if there were pictures. There were pictures. No, 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 no. This is not a rag doll. 
I was picturing this is a, this is a full-size adult. That's the most terrifying thing I've ever seen, and, and I will post pictures. <laughs> Not to mention that Marcelo does have a unibrow. Yes. And so does Marcelino. He was born with a unibrow. It's a ragdoll in the sense that their face is raggedy Andy-ish. But he's dressed to the hilt. But he's adult size. I was thinking he was like oh, a no. small he's, size. He's a full man. So he was. Although he has mm-hmm. no feet. No. <laughs> no. I okay. And I would bet no anatomy. Yeah. So you know what? This is the problem with helicopter parenting. <laughs> if your daughter is lonely, don't. Make her a husband. Please don't create a husband She's for her. She's got to find one on her own. Let's send her off into the world. <laughs> and and now, not only, like, delusion has surpassed delusion. <laughs> yes. When now Marcelo is actually cheating and friends are involved and, has a phone, and phone carriers and the hospital. There's <laughs> doctors. There's kids involved. A doctor? Okay, there is a movie that I went and saw with my nephew Cannon at know. a little indie theater we have here called Greener Grass. You guys, if no, you n- you would not have heard of it, okay, you have to watch it. It is the most bizarre movie you have ever seen, and you will leave saying WTF, WTF. And at one point, the woman gives birth to a, I think it was a soccer ball. <laughs> I can't remember what kind of ball it was, but she gave birth to a ball. Mm-hmm. And at one point, a woman's son jumped into the pool. But came out as a dog and then lived the rest of his life as a dog. Like, literally, the movie makes no sense, mm-hmm. but it is it is so bizarre. This is the world that we're living in. <laughs> I know. I know. You guys, if you want to be so confused, you have to watch Greener Grass. I've watched it, I think, three times. <laughs> I love this. Because I had to show Bright. And then I think we had to watch it with some other friends. We're like, you guys have to see this movie. It is the most bananas thing you've ever seen. Hmm. Everybody in the cast has braces. <laughs> For some reason, you don't know why, just everybody has braces. Oh, okay. It's so weird. Wow. Okay. So weird. It was made in 2019. Of course it yeah. was. <laughs> we were Well, yeah. I mean, all I can say really about this situation is we we wish um, mm-hmm. you know, um Marcelo and Maravone and the baby, the kids, the best of luck. We do, especially the poor baby. That yeah. poor baby, that poor rag baby. Um, you know, I mean, there's. There, I think therapy's not. You know, I mean, we can't. Let's not understate therapy at this let's point. Not, let's not um, get rid of that possibility. You know, I blame the mother. I, I really I do. I blame the mother. Let's not. I mean, hands down. Yeah, setting up your child with someone is one thing. Creating a husband for them is a whole nother. Have you right. seen Lars and the Real Girl? No. Mm-mm. It's actually very cute. This is an old, an older movie about a man who falls in love with like a sex doll. Mm. But the whole town like embraces her. It's actually, it's like an indie movie, but it's actually really cute. But it's kind okay, of, well, that's weird. It's kind of similar. <laughs> okay. My mini weird and wacky world is, and please, I want to know from all of you if I am the odd man out here. Okay. I watched a TikTok. I still am loving TikTok, by the way. It's not me so much. I feel like it has changed my world. I watched a TikTok and this woman was like, you know, the whole I was today years old when yeah. I learned. Yeah. 
You know when you open a box of Christmas lights, like the little mini kind that you decorate your tree with, mm-hmm. and they have the little spare lights, yeah. and there's one that's red, like it's got a red yes, tip? Yes, yes, yes. Do you know what that is? No, please tell. Yes! I'm so happy. What do you think it is? Uh, the little red light. A spare. Yeah. I mean, okay. Thank you. If you take out one of the light bulbs and put the red-tipped light in, it makes your lights flash. Well, I'll be damned. Yes! <laughs> yes! I mentioned this last night at dinner with Cody and Taylor, and they were like, duh. Yeah. They all knew, and I was like, well, am you I? Know what? But Aaron, my husband, was like, I had no idea. No. So the little red light. How would light, we know that? Who? What class in high school? T- teach who, what, who prepares you for this? <laughs> who prepares you for life? Nobody. Oh, in my okay. in my childhood, the day we put up our Christmas tree was one of the most contentious days of the of year. It's miserable. We would go to the tree lot. My parents could never agree on the tree. This is before <laughs> we had artificial trees. Right. It was like, let's just pick this one. My mom was like, no, that that branch is crooked. Like it was like you're freezing cold. Everybody's you can't agree miserable. on a tree. You get to the house, half the lights don't work. I mean, this was like you just knew to lay low. Right. It was like too bad we don't drink real eggnog because <laughs> like Cause we all need it. This was probably the top three most con- – the only time I ever saw my parents fight, actually. My wow. parents never fought. Right. Which was probably – Traumatic. Like, pri- no, it was like as a kid you think that – your parents never fight. Right. And well, then you, it sets a standard. It does. It's unattainable. It you think that's the one in your fight, you back away. And so, yeah, we were not involved. Apparently, that red light, you you take one out, you plug it in, it makes your lights flash. That's good. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That is weird and wacky. That is weird and wacky. But we didn't know that. And I'm at the point where if my lights don't work. I'm throwing that whole damn tree away. I am where I'm not. At. I used to go through the little fuses, no, the mini fuses no, no, they give no. you, and replace fuses. I would spend an entire day, and now I'm like, damn you. You if- know, our tree's not going to be lit this year. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yikes. We are just at the point we pay someone to, de- to do our house lights. And the next thing you know, you're going to be paying somebody just to wake up Christmas morning <laughs> and open all your presents. Maybe. You know what? It would be easier. I find myself, I love Christmas, you know? But every Christmas morning after all the presents are opened, I look around and I think, wow, this is. I overdid it again. Uh This was a gross overestimation of what we needed. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) I know. And I stress all month that I'm not doing enough or that I'm doing too much. Right. And then Christmas comes and it's like, yes, I just, ugh. Well, let's go into, oh, Honey. Okay. Do you want to start? I do because I wanted to throw some Thanksgiving and Christmas into the mix. Uh, Me too. Let's hear it. You are going to love it. Okay. Okay. So this is a woman writing, and she says, For every holiday, my mother-in-law would ask the women in the family. That just starts you off with the context of this. I think I know this. Do you? I think I know this. Okay, do it. Okay. My sister, sister-in-law, my wife. Oh, no, just kidding. This is the husband writing. Okay. So he, his mother, my mother would ask the women in my family, the sister, sister-in-law, my wife, my female cousins, to send samples of the desserts they planned to bring to the celebration for testing to see if these desserts could make it to the food menu. 
You've read it. I Okay, keep going. Yay. My wife has been complaining about my mother deliberately rejecting every dessert sample she sent. So many times my mother has told her that she's being honest and keeping the guest's best interest at heart. Yet my wife still thought that my mother is deliberately excluding her since two of her dessert samples were rejected before. For this year's Christmas, my mother's doing the same thing, but this time she told every woman who was participating to make a cookie sample and send it to her for testing. My (laughs) wife took it as a challenge, and to be honest, she worked really hard to make a good sample and sent it to my mother days ago, and the results just came in yesterday. This is so messed up. I love it. I came home from work and found my wife upset. I asked what's wrong, and she told me that my mother rejected the sample she sent and decided to exclude her from baking the food list slash menu for Christmas this year. I didn't know what to say, but she then told me she was backing out of the invitation to attend Christmas with my family. I was stunned when I heard her make the statement. I tried to talk to her, but she said it was done. I called her unreasonable to decide to bail on the whole family over some cookie sample. That's just freaking crazy and quite unreasonable. As opposed to the whole <laughs> the whole testing and ceremoniously having to audition for the food. Okay. The whole great okay. British bake-off going on in the family. All right. Carry uh, on. She says we had a full, or he says, we have a full-on argument about it, and she stated that my mother caused this, but I told her that my mother is pretty serious and careful about the food she offers to the guests since we are going to have relatives coming over from all sides of the country. She told me to stop mentioning it. Later, I heard her cry, despite telling her that her baking is amazing and people have preferences. That's all. AITI for insisting that her decision was unreasonable? Info. In case you're asking whose cookie sample made it to the menu, my answer is my sister and my two cousins. Then she says my wife wasn't the only one, or he says my wife wasn't the only one whose sample was rejected. My mom did not force anyone to participate. Um, This is just about the dessert because she's very careful about this. And then um, basically his brother is also pissed, saying that his wife is encouraging his wife now to back out. So the brother's wife also got rejected. She's mad. Now she's like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I'm out too. Okay, let me just back up. <laughs> okay, if I am this, the wife that is supposed to be, that whose who's submission was rejected, uh-huh. hey, better for me. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go to the to the gas station and buy the shittiest cookie I can find and submit that as my, <laughs> as mine. Because you know what? I don't want to cook. I would rather you say, you know what? Good job, but yours didn't make the cut. And then show up to somebody else preparing the whole meal. Absolutely. Like, work the system, ladies. But here's the thing. The whole submitting a sample is optional. And asinine. Well, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> but the thing that makes me sad about it is the fact that she still wants to like, be accepted. Like, why are you submitting something? I would have given up years ago. Oh, I, I would have been have like, even sent in a submission. I don't have to bring something? Why so would you're I- telling me... <laughs> That that I don't have to submit something and I can still show up and have like vetted <laughs> menu item. Yes, yes, I'm a thousand percent about that. But that's what's sad about it is that she still wants to be accepted. Yeah, like look, she girl, still, it doesn't matter. She still wants to be the winner of like the chosen, like the top few get chosen. She yeah. wants, like she spent hours like making the perfect cookie. There's your first she, mistake. I know that's what makes me sad about it is that she cares. There's no club. 
No, no. You here's a club. Let's let's make a club for those of us who didn't submit something. <laughs> yes, the eaters, the, the smart ones, the takers that of are the world. sitting at home basking in the glory of the holiday season. Exactly, not making a damn thing. Exactly, and then showing up to some high quality menu items. Exactly, like read the room, girl. But you she... are not on. Like you're not the outcast. You're the only smart one. Exactly. Don't play the game. No. Don't you play stupid player? games, you win stupid prizes. Right. And this is a stupid game, and you should not subject yourself to it. No. So slightly I blame you and your husband for playing along with the stop playing with the foam. <laughs> <laughs> and partly I blame the husband for like if I were the husband, I'd be like, listen, my mom's a psycho. Don't yeah. play into her game just, because just send in an Oreo cookie. She clearly has the winners selected. Right. Or, okay, devil's advocate, if she wants to play this whole, like, chili cook-off game of desserts, then have it be anonymous. Right. Have it, But, like, to send in a sample beforehand, <laughs> and you know whose sample it is. You're going to choose your own kids. Someone in the comments said, holiday meals are about sharing and togetherness, not channeling your inner jailhouse Martha Stewart. <laughs> Slash prison warden over making the perfect spread. Your house is not a restaurant. Food doesn't have to be perfect or follow a theme. Frankly, it doesn't even have to be good. But its production should include everyone who wants to participate, not the chosen few. Your mom as the hostess should ensure that there's something for everyone to eat if there are dietary restrictions or whatever. But none of the rest is respectful to the women, to the men, to the guests, and it's not kind. Which I, yeah, he says, your wife... You are sitting back watching your wife be demoralized and insulted for years, and you've not told your mother to stop this stupid tradition. Like, I don't blame her because now she's going to show up and be like, thanks for the cookies. Mine aren't here. Yeah. One time I did bring – we used to go to, to dinner at these people's house in our neighborhood, and the husband was like a really good cook. And one year I made some kind of dessert to bring over. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the house – like I'm the guest. I should bring some, yeah. an offering. Yeah. So I made a homemade pie, I think, which, mm-hmm. like, I don't cook. Right. And he literally, like, put it away. Like, he put it to the side and didn't offer it to everybody. And there were, like, several couples over. <gasps> it, like, legit hurt my feelings. Well, yeah. I was like, I may, like I might not be a good cook, but don't hide it. Right. Like, be like, Brooke made that. You don't have to pretend yeah. you made it. Like, if it's bad, <laughs> like, be like, Brooke made this. Put a sign on it. This is <laughs> Brooke's this microwave. Brooke. <laughs> I make a lemon meringue pie. And the meringue, the lemon part is made in the microwave. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. good. Like, I have a low-budget palette. And I'm yeah. sure other people that come to, some, like, these events share the same palette as I. And that yes. lemon meringue in the microwave mm-hmm. is high quality to it me. It is. It's my grandmother's recipe. People are stupid. I just think it's this, I feel like it's the mother-in-law, the mom's way of being crappy yes i just like it's the whole thing the whole thing that she invites the women a oh okay okay what is this little house on the prairie right (laughs) the men can't make a chocolate drop cookie with a little hershey kiss in the middle those are the best Like, that's just very Stupid. sexist. It has, like, 2.4 thousand comments, oh, of course it does. by the way, on Reddit. So, And the comments have been disabled, so they must be good. I just think, you know what? You just go for that, girl. You just be glad that you're not in the drawing. 
you and, and enjoy your holidays. <laughs> someone said, it's still only the women who are asked to cook anything. And then someone commented, the men have to gladiate or fight over who gets to carve the turkey. <laughs> yes. It's so true. Oh, well, you know what's funny is like even at Thanksgiving at my mom's house, like it's very like the women do the mm-hmm. cooking. Yeah. And what are the men doing? And so this year I was like, hey, Aaron, you want to hey. get... You want, you want to get, get in this some? kitchen and, and mm-hmm. uh, peel some potatoes? And he sat there at the table and peeled potatoes. And you know who made the pie with me? Mm-hmm. Deacon. Good. I was like, I'm going to get my son because he likes to right. do it. Why is it the women? Yeah. My husband doesn't even like football. Yeah. He's not in there watching football. No. He's not watching the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I mean, I get it. There's only so much room and we want the meal to taste good. Yeah. <laughs> But a man can peel some potatoes. Yeah, a man can do it. Jake makes most of the things. Your husband is so a great cook. Fine. Yeah, I just, it's stupid. Okay, well, let me give you another um, do. perspective on a Thanksgiving okay. holiday okay. disaster. Okay, so me and my husband are going to his parents for Thanksgiving for the first time this year. Mm. My husband just called me and told me his mom just bought all the food, and we have to pay $30 each to come to Thanksgiving with them. <laughs> My mind is literally blown. I am not even sure how to address this. First of all, we don't have any wiggle room in our funds, mm. and it's cheaper for us just to go to a restaurant at this point. I tried telling my husband this, but he got upset at me for getting upset about having to pay. So now we are fighting. Am I unjustified in my frustration? My family isn't charging us to go up there and have Christmas dinner with them. So am I the asshole for being, like, enraged by this? That is weird. Straight up weird. So what are your thoughts? My thoughts are, I guess I don't know this the mom who's preparing the meal situation. Right. I feel like if you really can't afford the meal, maybe you have to charge about $60 a couple. I don't yeah. think that, I don't even think a whole Thanksgiving meal costs $60, does it? <laughs> what? I need to show you something. Okay. Oh my gosh, Jamie! <laughs> you guys, stop! Don't change this pack. I'm so sorry. Okay, you guys were in like a padded room, <laughs> like our public library's padded room, and she can't stop messing with the foam. Wow, I can't. She just pulled the whole piece out. <laughs> I just want really quietly. I want you guys to listen to this. Okay, if you just if you just squeeze it, squeeze it a little bit, it makes the most satisfying crunch sound. Yeah, it does. Okay, I'm sorry. It's like they spray painted. It's like they took white foam and spray painted it. So it's like um, when you like poke, like when you poke stuff. Like what is it like at the grocery store that you just want to poke? Like poke a hole in it. Styrofoam. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry about the distraction. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> My kids looked at a TikTok the other day where they're walking down the aisle and you just have to slap the bag of rice. Mm-hmm. Like kids, just, you walk down the aisle, they just have to slap the bag. That's very weird. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, we, you know, we had a water softener, mm-hmm. which is all I want for Christmas, right. by the way. Yes. And whenever we had the giant bag of rock salt in the back, uh-huh. I would dig into it and eat it. Oh, gosh. No, I would put those giant rocks of salt in my mouth hole I just and then like my mom would make the salt dough like salt Mm -hmm, play-doh did play-doh even exist when we were kids or were we just poor 
Okay. Just pour. Okay. So my mom would make salt dough and I would eat it. Ugh. I couldn't stop. No. You must have had a mineral deficiency. I still do. Okay. Yeah. So I would just want to eat Everything. the salt. Everything salt. And I would sneak into the basement into that giant bag of rock salt. And they were, you know, rock salt. Like chunks. Like chunks. Oh. And I would just eat <laughs> So gross. I wasn't hungry, you guys. I wasn't like poor to the part of like hungry. <laughs> Like, I just... Like hadn't been fed in weeks. Yeah, we had plenty of food. I just wanted salt. Okay. Apparently. Okay, sorry okay. about that diversion. Okay, okay, so back to this thing. You could so, go to... What's the buffet that has, like, a Thanksgiving... Chuck-a-rama? Yes. This is where I'm at. Okay. And I get it because for a lot of years, I was poor. Yeah. Um, and I get saying, okay, we're doing Thanksgiving together. Let's divvy up what everybody's bringing. Sure. Right? So, I mean, I'm not saying, ow, wow. Wow. I'm not saying that you have to, <laughs> just kicked Brooke. I'm kicking everything. I'm not saying that you have to be the sole provider of everything. But if you're going into an event and everybody's, we're all going to get together at my house, everybody's going to bring something different, then that's fine. That's different. But you don't get to invite people over to a mill uh-uh. and then send a bill. <laughs> yes. For the, and that, what does $30 a person get you? At a Thanksgiving meal. A lot. I mean, that is a pretty Because a lot of places, you buy like $50 worth of groceries and you get a free turkey. Yes. Right? Like when a lot of places do that. Although I didn't do that. And you know what? I just randomly from Walmart bought a turkey really? yesterday. Really? You could have gotten a free turkey. I know. I don't know what's wrong with I me. I do totally like bring, like have you bring different side dishes. Yes. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, would you bring the mashed potatoes? Would you make some pie? Would you bring some pies? My mom will be like, hey, well, she buys everything, but she's like, I'm not going to, like, it's hard for one person to cook to it, do all. it all. Yeah. But if she was like, hey, will you bring stuff from home and make it? Thousand yes. percent. There is nothing wrong with that. But yeah, charging a set fee. But yeah, don't is... invite me and Mm-mm. say, hey, can you, we are inviting you guys here for dinner. And then weeks later say, oh, and by the way, it's $60. <laughs> and it's a holiday. Yeah, that's weird. And you have adult children, so yeah. you are on the side of the mother. Like, what if you told your adult children, hey, come home for Thanksgiving, but well, could I'm you? I'm going to need $30 <laughs> a, a person. person. <laughs> and I'm just saying even then, a per, per person, a lot. I better get a lot of turkey yeah. and ham and potatoes. And some leftovers. And leftovers. I want a to-go box. Do you make anything for Thanksgiving that's, like, not conventional? Like, is there anything you make that people would be like, that's not at a traditional table? I'll tell you. Okay. My mom has always, for years and years, made this shrimp chip dip. Shrimp dip. It's delicious. Really? And it's nothing. It's just like a like a dip, but there's little shrimp in it. And I know it sounds bizarre. No, I just, where do you get little, sh- you can buy little shrimp? You buy little shrimp. Yeah. Do they come in a can? No, they can. Well, they can. Yeah. Or okay. they come in a bag or whatever. But little shrimp. It's just a really good little shrimp dip. And we've mm. all been raised on it. So my daughter's husband is like, ooh. <laughs> Okay, one of my son-in-laws is allergic to shrimp, so okay, he's free. That's out. My second son-in-law is like, uh, that's kind of weird, right? Kay. He doesn't, but he feels pressured, like, <laughs> which I'm not sure why, because I don't give a rip <laughs> who eats the who shrimp eats dip. What? Like, I, it doesn't hurt my shrimp dip. At all. That's what it's called. We call it the shrimp dip. Okay, that's their middle. And he's, she's got three um, son-in-laws. Yeah, by the way. and so he, he's always like, <laughs> like. A little bit what hesitant. What kind of chips do you eat with just this? Just like corn chips. No. Okay, well, just like chip chips. You're going to have to send me this recipe. Oh, yes, I am. I don't like shrimp, but my family would oh, probably enjoy just, it. I mean, it's just a basic dip. It's just, I don't know, but it's like my mom made I, it. 
Okay, so sorry, it's nostalgic. I just, I, do you cut, do you chop the shrimp or they're full? Well, I blend, like I put it okay. in, like so that they're I'm just thinking, like, just little pieces, like little chunks. Full shrimp. There's not a full shrimp. Okay. Uh, with a tail. Like it's, okay. they're kind of grand, so it's just little chunks of shrimp in okay. it. Okay. Um, but it's just, you know, it's just a dip. But I think Ty it's feels a, a little bit like, like there's some pressure for him to eat it, which there's not. Is this a pre, is this an appetizer? I mean, it's like a pre, Or you know, is this like a Thanksgiving that's on the table with the turkey? It just depends. Like this year we had it before. So okay. we had we had like a veggie tray out and chips and like you could have some of this before and then okay. we had the meal. So yeah, but it's just, so like it's not that. really like a traditional Thanksgiving thing. But I like, it. like my kid, Christmas and Thanksgiving, there is the expectation of having grandma's dip there. Sure, dip. I love it. Yeah, so. I love traditions. I really do. The older I get, the more my kids, I realize that, like, you do something one year, and they think it's a tradition. Right. And you're like, nope, that was a And then you're and like, done. oh, crap. That's like when I started doing the Valentine's Day scavenger hunts. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, crap. Right. Because if we think knew that's a that, thing, yeah, I would a lot never, of things yeah. would have been rethought. Yeah. But my family does. We don't do a Christmas dinner. We do Christmas appetizers. I so like it's that. like everyone brings an appetizer, and we all just share mm-hmm. and so maybe i'll do a shrimp dip maybe Please i'll do. bring some linda mac okay into our christmas let me tell you the problem with it is there is a specific recipe for okay. it you don't have it no i do have <laughs> okay. it but like my mom was always like like a little bit of this a, a little of this, of this yeah so it's okay. not it sometimes it like this at thanksgiving it missed like my mom's oh it was just a little bit off but you know but it's it's good and Okay, yeah. I want the recipe. Okay, I don't eat shrimp, but I, my whole um, family does. I, I let's. I mean, thinking of Christmas, I get so depressed on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day, you do? Yeah, I do. There's so much buildup. There is. I get depressed. Sometimes I do on Christmas Day. Sometimes I just struggle with the Christmas season, which I have no reason to. Hmm. I think um, it's, there's no good way to say this. Before, when we were really poor. It was the pressure of not being able to provide. Mm-hmm. And now that I can, there's almost guilt. Hmm. There's almost like guilt about being, being able to provide. Right. And that we don't do enough. And that there's, it, yeah, it's it's hard as the mom. It's hard yeah. as the like sole magic maker <laughs> of the family. It's like, <laughs> and really, it's like three weeks basically of like packing things in and making memories and teaching your kids gratitude. Right. Like, I want to do all this stuff for my kids, but I don't want them to be entitled a-holes right. that then want me to make them a ragdoll husband when they become 30. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what's the... Yes. Where's the line? Where, there is no line. We need to make that line. And I also am lucky because I have a family of origin that we get to go back to and right. have all these memories with. But there's also part of me that wanted, like, 18,000 kids of my own uh-huh. and only got three. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, there's the, like... I don't know. It's stupid. Hmm. I don't know. It's stupid. It's weird for me now because all of my older kids are married. Well, three of my older kids are married and they have families, you know, they have their in-laws. And it's like that having to, like, share your people is, um, it's just, it's weird. It's different. I, maybe my kids can marry orphans. Is that okay? I am very lucky because I married a man who, he comes from a huge family, but his family is so big 
that they don't get together because they are it's too big. Yeah. So my family gets we're a big family too, but we all get together or several of us. His family doesn't and they're far away. So we've always gone to my family. So I'm super lucky because we've never had to share like we go down, holidays, we see yeah. his family, but not for holidays. Because yeah. they don't get together. They're just too like they do their own thing. Yeah. Because he's the youngest too. He's one of the youngest. So all his older siblings, by the time we got married, had older kids. Mm-hmm. And they was like they were it was too much yeah, to yeah. get together with like their parents. So we never had to deal with that. So I that's what I'm gonna tell my kids to marry. Yes. A man with eight siblings that's the youngest. Yes. Good luck with that, <laughs> okay. little flakes. Okay. <laughs> Hey, what do okay. you have? All right. Um, I have this is hilarious. I'm going to read the title because it's so funny. Okay. Would I be the asshole if I tell my friend not to send me a Christmas card from her baby? <laughs> <laughs> this is so bizarre and she needs therapy. Okay. I am a happily child-free adult, which is great. That's totally fine. Babies have always made me super uncomfortable. I don't like looking at them, being in their presence, or really hearing about them. I used to have panic attacks if I had to be near a baby, even for a minute or two. If a baby or a toddler touched me, I'd freak out and have to go wash off a few layers of skin. <laughs> I don't know what caused such an intense reaction, but it's always been like this. I've been working on it, at least being more cordial and tolerant with babies, to the point that I no longer have panic attacks. However, they still make me very uncomfortable, and I don't want anything to do with them. Okay. I have a friend, we'll call her Sally, who knows that I do not like babies and how uncomfortable they make me. Sally had a baby several months back. I was polite and congratulated her. Ever since, every so often, she'll randomly message me about the baby. She'll say, she'll start with, I know you don't like babies, but, and then she'll send pictures of her baby, tell me about toys or clothes she bought for her baby, etc., I usually reply in brief messages like, nice, or okay, and leave it at that. I don't want to be mean, so I just give the minimal response. I delete photos immediately because I'm not interested. Sally and I are not, nor have we ever been close friends. Recently, Sally posted in a group chat we're both in asking for people's addresses if they want to receive a Christmas card from her baby. That's how she worded it. I figure if I didn't fill out the document, that would be an easy, non-confrontational way to ensure I would not be receiving baby pictures in the mail. Unfortunately, Sally messaged me privately today asking for my address so she could send me a Christmas card. So my silent opt-out is no longer an option. Will I be the asshole if I tell her I don't want a Christmas card from her baby and to please stop sending me photos and updates about said baby? (laughs) Okay, kind of yes. I mean, this is the thing. You know what, Sally? First of all, quit pushing your baby on people. But second of all, you are part of the human species. (laughs) You were a baby at one point. So let's just just slow it down. It's not like—this just occurred to me. It's not like babies are— cats or dogs that are always going to be that way. Right. It's not like I don't like dogs and I'm going to st- like babies are humans. Like it's a transitionary period. <laughs> it is. They're only babies for like a year. Then they're a toddler for a couple years. Then they're human people. Right. So what do you say <clears throat> when that just let her send you the card because guess when what? it comes you throw it away. Yes. Like, nobody's saying you have to put it on your refrigerator. Nobody's saying you even have to open the envelope. Right. You're going to see the return address. Go and be like, ooh, I bet that's that baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when I get ads, like those big, like, 
um, little coupon books that they send you, the oh, Meridian, and yes. it's got all the different coupons. Just, I almost can't open them because there's always a pest control one that has a picture of a giant hobo freaking spider. And I literally, I have such arachnophobia that I can't look at pictures now, of spiders. should you call the company and ask <laughs> them to quit sending it? No. no. I just... Just be aware. I just am aware that if I flip through that book... You're going to see it. And I do see it. And I flip through... If I open it, which I don't really anymore, right. I flip through it really quick. If there's a billboard on the side of the road, sometimes I literally have to put my hand up <laughs> and I can't look at it. But it's a human baby. Okay, yes. You don't have to open the envelope. Go on. Throw it away. Just throw it away. Throw it away. But, but you know what? You also live in a society as a human being, <laughs> and there may be a chance that you might you might skiff the surface of, you know, dealing with something that has to do with a baby. Mm-hmm. Like you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. You are going to survive. You are. We and all are. You know what? Sally is probably sending you these messages with the baby because when you have like a four month old baby, you don't know what else to talk about. Right. She probably it is ruining your <laughs> <laughs> She probably needs a friend. So how about you say, Hey, how are you? How about this, Sally? How <laughs> why don't you get a sitter for that baby and let's you and I go out and have let's a cocktail. go to lunch. Cause this she... is a cry for help. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's sending the baby pictures in hope that you will reach out to her she... with a lifeline. Right. She doesn't give a rip whether or not you see that baby. She is screaming for help. <laughs> She's a cry for help. She's sending it to you because you know you don't want to be around the baby, and maybe you'll suggest an adult night out. Thank you. So how about that's what you do? So how about you look beyond yourself and see that Sally is sinking? Your yeah, Sally is sinking, and you need to get over your baby phobia. Have you ever heard of a baby phobia? Like you're in the grocery store, how many times do you see baby? Like, do you remember that period of time I it's went? Not through like there's where spiders everywhere that I have to deal with. When I would yeah. see somebody pregnant, that I was like, it was oh, like an aversion. It was like I was. It was an aversion because I. It was immediately reminded of how much work it was. Uh-huh. I'm past that now. I'm glad, but um, and I'm past my every time. Like sh- it, we were going through the, the same time where Jamie would see a baby and literally have like a visceral like <laughs> reaction, and I would be like. Give me that baby, like at the same time. (laughs) And now we've both moved past that where we're in neutral territory with babies. Where I'm like, please don't give me your baby. Uh, I'm 44 years old. I'm not trying to simultaneously give away babies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have neutral. We're in a good place. We're in a good place with babies. We can admire their cuteness from afar while simultaneously not wanting them in our uterus or our home. Right? At least for an extended period of time. Until we both become grandmas, which you are going to in March, and I'm so excited for you. Yes. Okay. 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 Shall we move on? Yes, please. Okay. Was it your turn? It's yours. I had baby phobia. Oh, that's right. Lady. Okay. Um, (laughs) I have to do this one, though, so we got to hurry. Okay. We are at an hour. Are we now? Damn it. Oh, okay. okay, I can save mine for next time. Okay. You do I, one more, I'll save mine for next time. I'm going to, um, but up, but up. I've got so many great ones. I'm loving it. Okay, I'm just going to do the stinky sweater one. Okay. The it. friends I went out with last night, by the way. I don't want you to talk about your friends. I know, but they <laughs> would break out into random Broadway singing with me. Oh, I do like And that. I was like, anybody, if I can say a line from a Broadway show and you know what I'm saying and we'll sing the next line. We will instantly be friends. Uh-huh. 
I said, we're perfect. And he said, you're perfect. And I said, we're perfect together. And we started singing Wicked. And it was like, this is all I need. And then his boyfriend and I started tap dancing on the stairs. So I don't hate it. I know. Thank you. Okay. This one is completely unrelated to the holidays, but it's about a sweater. So I'd (laughs) like to tie that into Christmas. Okay. Okay. My coworker. 55 male, has a sweater that he wears every day at work and he leaves in the office overnight. He never takes it home to wash it, and over the last month, it has developed a very distinct smell. Oh, gosh. At first, I tried to make innocuous comments to him, such as, do you smell something musty, (laughs) etc.? But he didn't catch on, so last week I said to him, hey, that sweater is starting to give off a stench. Could you take it home and wash it? And he replied, Nah, that's not my sweater, (gasps) referring to the smell. The smell is not coming from my sweater. Oh, oh. And walked away, which effectively ended the conversation. Oh. After he left one night, I went to his desk and smelled the sweater (laughs) and (laughs) confirmed that nasty stank, and it was so putrid up close, I have no idea how he lives like this. Oh, no. So I took the sweater on my way out and threw it in a dumpster out back. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, I thought she was going to say took it to the cleaners. Oh, no. The next day, he was looking around for it and asking everyone if they had seen it. I just shrugged and said, nah, haven't seen it today, which is totally true. Today. (laughs) Might have seen it yesterday. I feel kind of bad, but I can't live like that. We work in a seven-person office with no HR, and our boss is not effective at dealing with issues, so I felt like this was my only option. Am I the asshole? Well, I don't think it was your only option, but I also don't blame you. Okay. (laughs) Kind of don't. Um, I've worked in small newsroom situations. Confined. Confined situations Hot. with cubicles. and Sweat. One smell, that is going to ruin your... Okay, I go to a workout class. Now, this is rude, but there... <laughs> Please don't stop yourself. ...is a woman. I am sorry. She does show up, and she smells real bad, Jamie, and I don't know what to do. And it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, I think my best option is to show up late because then I can see where she is. Because if I'm in a four-person, there's kind of a four-person buffer zone because you're kind of in these rows. If you're above her, behind her, and this is a high fitness class. So you're raising your arms. You're doing jazz hands. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I mean? You're shaking and sweating and moving. And 15 minutes into it. I'm almost, like, sick to my stomach. So if I go early and she ends up next to me, what am I to do? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. You can't. And I don't – and I also have COVID deficiency nose where I only smell 50%. And so it's like I – if I am this, like, affected by this – I and I feel feel really bad. Like, I'm such a jerk. But it's like I – understand where it's like that hour of my day I almost have to leave if that was my full work day and the sweater is giving off that big of a stench somebody's got to take some serious action but she sounded like she did the right thing by saying hey I think your sweater smells how about you wash it he was in denial but I like maybe you take it to the cleaner and I don't know but then he'd know I don't know know. what would you do well let me tell you what what has happened okay oh update So there's some edits to this. She says, I see a lot of people suggesting (laughs) that I had other options. 
and that the ideas being brought up are frankly asinine, she says. Okay. Just spray some free Febreze and call it a day. Oof. And then she says, have you ever sprayed Febreze in a bathroom where someone just took a dump? Then you know it just combines with the shit smell uh-huh. and almost gives it sort of a power up. Yeah. <laughs> um, somebody power said, up. tell HR about it. And then she says, some people have trouble reading it. They seems. don't have HR. I already said it's a small office with no HR. Yep. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Somebody else said um, to make a compromise, such as allowing him to wear the sweater three days a week. She's then, not his mom. And she's like, not a problem solver, this guy. <laughs> like, if it stinks, it, sti- it still is going to stink. It's still in the office. Take it home and wash it for him. She said, I don't think this one even warrants a response. I suppose I should ask the rest of the office if they have any laundry <laughs> for me to take home so I can do it all at once. Hey, I'm doing a load, guys. Anybody have anything to throw in? I'm taking Sean's sweater home. Anyone have anything else? Yeah, anybody else needs some stuff done. Then she says, I see many people bringing up the legality of this and the police being called or or this going to court. May I remind everyone we're talking about a sweater? (laughs) I'd love to hear how that that 911 call goes. Officer, I need to report a missing sweater. Please send your forensic teams out ASAP and track this lunatic down before the sweater thief strikes again. Or, God forbid, I get taken to sweater court. I hope the Honorable Judge Cardigan takes (laughs) Judge Cardigan. Takes pity on me and offers a reduced sentence if I do people's laundry while in prison. <laughs> Get real, people. We're talking about office squabbles, not grand theft sweater. Seriously. So then she comes back with an update. Oh, I love updates. <laughs> this is so great. She says, hey, all, before the update, I just want to apologize for getting so defensive in my original post. I've been feeling really stressed about this situation, and I think my guilt expressed itself as anger. Even though I still don't agree with the alternative actions people offered, I should have been more chill about it. So here's the update. We have a Monday morning meeting every week. I had planned to pull my coworker aside at lunch and tell him what happened and explain why I felt it was necessary. At yesterday's meeting, my coworker took the opportunity during the other business part of the mm-hmm. meeting to bring up his sweater. He said that he felt disrespected as multiple people have complained to him about the smell and he hasn't been able to narrow down his suspects. So he needs a full confession or he will be <laughs> taking further measures. Oh my gosh. I thought about confessing, but to be honest, his eyes had a crazy look in them <laughs> and it made me feel unsafe. So I kept my mouth shut. Mm. When no one said anything, he stormed out of the office and my boss did predictably nothing. Mm. A couple of hours later, he returned with a guy who <gasps> said he... I thought you were going to say gun for a second. A guy who said he was his cousin and a police officer, <gasps> although he was in normal clothes and had no badge or ID. He said his cousin was going to be interrogating people individually all day. Oh, wow. This has escalated to this new levels. Escalated. At this point, my off my, or my boss finally stepped in and said that this wasn't going to happen, and he brought my coworker into his office. I don't know what's happened in there, but it got le- it got loud towards the end, and I didn't see him for the rest of the afternoon. I found out the next day that he was fired. <gasps> Not exactly the outcome I wanted, but it does solve my problem. Wow! So Sean, the sweater man, the sweater man has been let go over the sweater over issue. The sweater. Yeah. But yeah. she doesn't feel any sense of responsibility that she started this whole thing. No, she does. She's feeling some guilt about this. But she's like, well, it's out of my hands now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was this like a sentimental sweater made out of like sheep sheared from the moors of Ireland of his family? Right. Hair? Like what is or this? Or gold. Right. Or 
I mean, Rumpelstiltskin himself. I don't. I don't knitted know. the sweater. But this is the thing: if you are going to be a part of a community, mm-hmm. living in a cubicle, yeah. working in an office, you, like read the room. And if your sweater, your stank ass she sweater, full on told him, "Hey, please wash dude, your sweater," and he didn't it, do it. Your sweater smells like that's on you. <laughs> you got to do something. That's on you. No, it's yeah. not my sweater. Yeah, it is. Okay, well then your body smells like a butthole, <laughs> and your sweater is just. You know, it's not it's not your sweater. It's your body odor on your sweater. Your sweater is just the messenger. <laughs> your sweater. Oh my! But what gosh. do you do? I mean, because obviously he went you can't straight live like to that. crazy. He went from zero to police officer. And you don't involvement. get to just bring a random guy in <laughs> and interrogate and and claim that he's an officer and that now he's just going to interrogate your office. Oh my gosh. Like, show me your badge. Judge too. Cardigan. Judge Oh my gosh. Wow. Oh. I wonder there had to be something else that got him fired though. He either like threatened violence. Mm-hmm. Wow. So she probably actually dodged a bullet. Like by throwing away that sweater, she started the whole she trajectory got the in motion. of what probably needed to happen. Like there have got to be some other issues besides because you don't. I mean, if somebody steak. is doing a great job, you don't let them go just over a smelly sweater. No, uh, uh-uh. do you? No. Oh, I've had some stinky coworkers in the past. Smelly sweaters. Cameramen are not known for their hygiene. Let me tell you weird. that right Very now. Weird. Mm-mm. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I want you guys to weigh in on what we have talked about this week, including like what you would have done in these situations. Plus, did you know that the red light made your Christmas, Christmas lights blink? blink? And do you have like holiday food, like the shrimp dip, that's like your traditional food that would be weird to a new in-law? I want to right. know that. Or do you just have weird holiday stuff that we yeah, should like, talk about? Yeah, like what's your weird holiday like? What do you do on Christmas or Christmas time that people would think is weird, but that's like this is just what we do? Like I want to know. Actually, have we ever answered what people say is like? I think our last bear and truth we never answered the okay. questions about what people said was normal to them growing up. Oh, that was not normal. I to still think we have not okay. answered that. We're so hit that holiday next edition. Time. And previous, we will hit it when we are not an hour and 11 minutes and the librarian isn't looking through the window. She's standing and and, and making <laughs> hand gestures at us. Get out of our building. It's closed. We're, you're fine. Get over it. You're fine. Judge Cardigan. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod. And send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale.